Welcome to the Men's Health Unscripted Podcast with Patrick and Cam. We're focused on everything on men's health, looking at your emotional, your physical, and your spiritual well-being. Here to take care of that and make sure you keep on going. What's going on, guys? It's Patrick and Cam. We're What's happening. Uh, yeah, coming in live right now. Um, it is October 10th, which is World Mental Health Day. And it is something that we feel like has really one of the more neglected aspects of men's health is on that. But before we get started, I do want to say we are, you know, sadly to say fortunate enough to be in Tampa, Florida, where Hurricane Ian did not impact us. Um, Just our neighbors a couple hours south in Fort Myers, Sanibel Island, that kind of area. Really, I mean, just for lack of a better term, the area is leveled and we're collecting donations to send down there on October 15th. And then we will try to schedule another day later in the month or at the beginning of November um, to run more supplies. Uh, But check out our Instagram page, Twitter page. There's some drop zones and some uh, places you can donate money to. The money will go to buying equipment for the people in uh, Fort Myers, um, you know, and uh, all that good stuff. So just keep your head up. If you have the ability to donate or help out, please do. Um, You know, we're very grateful that, you know, it didn't hit us, but it's so sad because so many people just lost their lives. So we're doing everything we can to help. So Cam, we're going to move on to World Mental Health Day. What does mental health mean to you? Well, tying in with this recent, you know, catastrophe we've had happen, mental health is weighing heavy on all of us. Uh, so mental health, you know, definition wise is just your, your mental state, you know, the way you feel, the way you think, uh, your outlook on yourself and life. Uh, something very important, and especially, you know, in wake of this type of situation, it's something that will take a hit and something you need to focus on. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. Also, something I, I wanted to discuss was that mental health issues aren't always black and white. I mean, you, you know, when you have a strained muscle, you feel it. But if you're having mental health issues, it's not something that you always feel. I mean, you can just feel tired. You can feel like you're not experiencing joy. Um, there's, a, there's an, an array of, of emotions and feelings that you can have that they can be transient here and gone. Um, they can be a little more permanent. But it's important to really just recognize how you're feeling and asking for help. Um, if, if you feel like your thoughts or, or um, joy or just feelings of happiness and mood are not where they have been in the past or where you think they should be, it might be time to, you know, consult a mental health professional to. And that always is the hardest step, you know, men's health unscripted where we're aware and we're on top of the game of this, where we always talk about it. We try to push it for everybody. You know, guys, we don't like to discuss this kind of stuff. We don't like to seek that help. And we don't want to talk to people about our conditions. So it's something you've got to look out for in your family as well. If you start to notice you know, your brother, your dad, really anybody in your family, like that kind of acting kind of different. They don't enjoy doing the same kind of things. Or, you know, maybe they're a little more, they're more tempered than they used to be or things like that. A little signs to look out for to see how their mental health is doing. Maybe check in with them. Yeah. And I I think just to build off what you said, it's really important to not shame someone. And I I know it's easy to be like, oh man, suck it up. And I I think that's what we're taught as men, but 
when you see the statistics, like it, it's really easy to say, Oh, suck it up, rub some dirt on it. Whatever we always say it's, but when you see the statistics that I was looking at today and, and earlier in the week where 84 men in the world die by suicide a day and 75% of all suicide attempts are men. Um, it, those numbers are alarming considering how, how much of an issue suicide and mental health is globally. So I think it's really important to, you know, if someone's having a hard time, you, you really don't know what they're going through and everyone's experience is unique. And it's so important to not shame them and not make them feel worse. And it's sometimes just listening will change somebody's day. They, they might just have an issue and they just need to let it out and they don't know where to let it out. And I'm not saying, you know, absorb everyone's, you know, energy or issues, but if you have someone that you really love and care about, take the time, take, you know, five, 10 minutes to listen to their issue. Don't give advice, just let them talk. And a lot of times these issues can resolve themselves. Um, but it's important to not, you know, constantly want to give advice. And it's easy to do that because you love them and you want to help them, but that might not be what works for them. So just a thought on how to handle maybe a family member going through an issue um, with mental health. Any, any more thoughts on that, Cam? Yeah, easily put, you know, to change this in some more layman terms, you just got to put that ego aside and stop being a dick, whether it's to, <laughs> you know, your friends, to your family, or even to yourself. Because I know sometimes a lot of us will even have, you know, maybe a bad, a bad day, a bad thought, things like that. And, you know, you tell yourself, you know, stop being a bitch, buck up, things like that as well. So sometimes you got to put that stuff aside and realize it's time to start talking to somebody. Yeah. And, and also to, to build on your, your comment again, Cam, you know, if you think about when, when you're experiencing the negative self-talk and I know that I've experienced it many times in my life. And I think if anybody says that they haven't, I mean, good for you. I don't believe you, but I mean, at least once in our lives, we, we determine what's on the physical or what's on the outside. And we kind of try to make that part of our identity and it's not necessarily true, but before you say something bad about yourself, just think if I said this to someone I didn't know out in public, would they punch me in the face? Because a, a lot of the times the things that we say to ourselves, we wouldn't say to someone else because they probably would, you know, like punch you in the face. I know I've said stuff to myself that if somebody random person came up to me, like I'd be gut punching them and like kicking them in the face on the ground because it's like, it's a horrible thing to say. So I, I've, I know for myself, I've gotten so much better about the negative self-talk that, you, you know, it's really quieted down quite a bit. And, and I've just realized I, I try to take a minute to think about the ramifications um, and just the issues that can come if I had continued in that behavior. Yeah, 100%. It's, yeah, it's self, it's self inward inflection. Look at yourself, your actions, think about how it affects yourself, it affects others around you, how it makes you feel about that. And just try to be an open mind. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll say, you know, kind of one last thing and just to go full vulnerability. And when I was about 20, I think 26, 27, 28, somewhere in there, maybe even a little younger, I'd spent a, a long time playing baseball. And when I lost 
being a competitive sports athlete. So when college baseball was over and I kind of just got everything out of it, I had created such an identity around myself as a baseball player that I really didn't know who I was once that opportunity was over. And I would say there was, I definitely took a hit mentally. And at the time I didn't know, no one really said anything. My family member, I, I, I was sleeping a lot. I was staying in bed all day long, not knowing what was going on, not really caring either and not really wanting to do anything. And, you know, my family members were like, get out of bed. What are you doing? You know, wake up. And it's easy to say that, but looking back on it, it's tough. It was tough to get up. It was really difficult to just be normal when my whole sense of self-worth was tied to a game. And that's really where I put a lot of my eggs in that basket. And so for me, and I, I, kind of just to go back and talking about not recognizing the symptoms is that I didn't really see anything wrong with me laying in bed and feeling, feeling bad or feeling sorry, or just feeling unaccomplished was I think the main feeling that I had, but I didn't see anything wrong with it. I didn't understand what the issue was. And now looking back on it after learning about mental health and being an advocate for mental health, I was really in the dumps and it took me a lot of time and a lot of realization that I needed to go ask for help. And luckily I did. Um, I wasn't having extreme negative self thoughts, but just no joy. And I don't think I was really a pleasure to be around. So that that's kind of my story. Um, that's one of my stories. I probably will save another one for another episode. Um, we have a lot of mental health to talk about, but you know, Cam, I, you know, I know the military talking to you previously, you know, there's a lot of mental health issues there. And, and even, you know, both of us in pharmacy school, we're right when you're at the end, you've been beaten down. And there's, there's a lot of times in life where just sometimes the stimulus we give ourselves can be enough to bring us down. Yeah, it's definitely a, a very comparative situation is that you, know, you spend, you spend time in the service, things like that, you get used to a certain way of life, you know, you come back, and then it's kind of that adjustment period, that realization that, you know, things have changed. And a lot of times we find, you know, service looking for another purpose. Um, and that's usually where a lot of the sadness comes down to because you were, you know, you had an important, important job, you had an important, important position, uh, and then you come back and now you're back at square one, essentially. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's the realization that now maybe you've started a family or things like that, people relying on you. And, you know, now you had to go find a job and start working in the regular world and things like that and realize that it's not as, it's not the same. It's a different world. You know, people always have that, that struggle with that changing world kind of environment. Um, but it's a thing, you know, you, you work through, it's always good if you're able to get, you know, a group of like-minded people to talk to things about this, or even you do start seeing professional health therapy counseling. Um, but always remember it's, it's never a one-way desti destination. It's a round trip. So it, you will be continuously working on this. It's not something that you wake up one day and you're good to go because you'll still have some of those swinging moments and those, those, cloudier days or Saturdays, uh, but it's always something that you want to work forward to and you know, take steps to move in that right direction. Yeah. And I can only imagine, you know, just in talking to you uh, on the podcast and off the podcast, just coming from uh, such a high stress environment, combat environment, and coming back to society where 
the the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of this the stimulus isn't there anymore. Like that adrenaline adrenaline dump, you know, probably daily isn't there anymore. Um, you know, and it's just a, a regular society. You know, um, any tips maybe for some of our service member, members like transitioning back home that worked for you, um, or things that you're still working on that have helped you, you know, I mean, you're a really successful guy, really intelligent guy, um, and seemingly, you know, keeping it together. Uh, I know we're not perfect, but I, you know, I admire you a lot. Um, is, is there anything that, that you would have maybe for some of our viewers and, and some advice for that, that specific scenario? I mean, specific to us, you know, to, uh, veterans, you know, utilize the VA people do kind of shit on that a lot, but like, I, I see therapists, I haven't seen in a little while, but you know, I do see a therapist uh, from the VA to go talk to talk to about things. Uh, the transition is hard. It's uh, it is a problem we do have where we kind of come back and we do a little more dangerous activities to kind of seek out that adrenaline, to seek out that feeling you once had, um, and we do kind of test the limits. But aside from that, like you, you got to find yourself some goals. The one thing we always had in the military was there was a goal, whether it would be you know, mission accomplishment, or even the weekend, you know, you're going out to Coco's or something like that. There was always something you're working forward, working forward and working towards. Um, so you got to set something up and try not to make it be the same thing as in the military, you know, try not to make it be going out drinking on, a, on the weekend. Uh, that's what we love to do. And it's usually the first thing uh, most of us reach for when it comes to any kind of emotional reconstruction or even just numbingness is, uh, is alcohol, but it's something that is bad for you. You know, we've talked about it before, and I'm sure everybody's been beating to death over over it. Uh, but you want to find some professional, personal life goals, project goals, maybe just kind of something to keep your mind kind of focused and kind of sharp. Because um, yeah, I've gotten pretty far since since getting out of the military, but like it's not it's not an easy road. You coming out, the biggest thing was you know, your jobs are so difficult, so targeted while you're in. And then when you get out, it's super mundane. It's super irritating just because now instead of, you know, accomplishing something, taking something, now it's like, oh, i got to write this paper. Oh, I have to study for this exam. Um, I have to go to work and, you know, power bills do, things like that. Uh, so it does become super irritating. Uh, but for us specifically, I definitely recommend talking to the VA, getting into some of that, that mental health side. It's It's got a bad stigma to it. People think that they, it marks you as something or it puts you into some kind of group. Um, but they really, it really doesn't. It, they just are, they want to help. They want to talk to you about stuff and they want to give you the ability to at least attempt to try to get the help yourself. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that outlook that you're giving. Um, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to fathom just it's such a drastic transition. Um, and I feel like a lot of times too in the military, uh, and this is just like my outside, you know, my perspective, knowing, knowing some service is that there's such a, you guys, you guys do a lot of crazy stuff, crazy stuff with each other. And the sense of community that's there is really, I mean, it's incredible because there's nothing like a group of, of that, that stick together. Um, and, and it's so, it's so neat to see when people that have served in the military, they see each other in public and you, and there's camaraderie. Like, yeah, we went through this shit and we did it together. 
whether you knew each other or not, but it's such an interesting dynamic. It's, it's almost, you know, it's, it's really kind of, it's, it's kind of awesome because sense of community is something that's really important um, in like blue zones and those type of societies. It's just really neat to see service members, like they get together. Oh, I was in this division, this division. And it's crazy. And like, you know, every time we've had a, a service member on the podcast, it's like, I really enjoy watching you guys talk shop because you guys know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about, but you can just tell that there's an immediate sense of camaraderie there. Yeah. It's definitely a, uh, a group of individuals that no matter, like you don't know each other, no matter what branch you're in, but immediately you kind of connect your, your, you have that connection, your friends, your family. Um, and we, yeah, we can be quite vicious to each other, but it's never, or it's rarely, I'll say an intentionally like, you know, mean hearted or mean spirited thing. It's just how we, how we are toward each other, but it's, it's a way of looking out in a sense, because it kind of, we're used to that while we're in, you kind of learn how to, how to act around it, how to be. So you can kind of pick up if someone is responding differently and, you know, tying this back to mental health. That's kind of how people, how we can talk to each other about it. Um, Cause that actually, it was a, one of my friends who's a service member who's in the army who actually got me to go see some therapy um, just because of my actions and some of the things that were going on. He recognized was not, not in the normal and it was pretty destructive. So, uh, you know, one of these days after, after, you know, sobering up a little bit, he was like, listen, like, you know, I noticed this stuff and then, you know, kind of pointed me in the direction, told me his story about how he's, you know, how he's done his things. And that's kind of what really helps, you know, buddy check is what we call it. Right. I think it's also important. I, I know you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but, you know, a drink here and there isn't bad for most people. You know, I realize that for me, it was getting a little out of hand um, just with me masking, you know, where I was in life for myself, depression, family issues. Um, you know, my grandmother recently passed away and that was very difficult. And I think that, you know, I, I was definitely numbing myself, like you said, uh, a few minutes ago from my reaction. Like, well, while I was dealing with it, I really wasn't present. Um, you know, if I was drunk, nursing a hangover, um, all those kind of things that really aren't great for our mental health. Um, and so that's, I recognize like just the importance. Me personally, I really needed to sober up. Um, and you know, some people, they, they can handle a drink here and there and it's not a problem. Um, but for me, it was three drinks, 10 drinks and really becoming an issue and really tough, you know, on my mental health and, um, doing a lot of negative self-talk. So where, you know, where I don't really, you know, subscribe, I don't really try to live, but you have to find a place where you're living sustainably. Um, and that's kind of what men's health is all about. I mean, eating good food, you know, limiting the you know, harmful, uh, effects of, of drugs and alcohol and things like that. And just really being present with your friends, family, and loved ones. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to just being present for life. Cause a lot of, a lot of us get super lucky. We live in this first world, you know, amazing situation where we're able to kind of just float through life and you really lose that contact with yourself and others. And you kind of just go day by day. And sometimes, sometimes you need those days 
but it's it's not really the best way to live. So yeah, we don't want to tell you how to live your life, but if you you start to open up to some of this a bit more, start to realize the effects of you know your activity, your actions or other actions they have on you, and start to correct some of it. You start to kind of feel better. You start to pick up on pick up on the world, pick up on nature, you know, pick up on your life a little bit better, and it just makes for you know more enjoyable experience. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, so as we kind of wrap it up a little bit, Cam, you got anything else for us, our viewers? You have a very unique and interesting perspective on life, um, you know, just based on your life experiences. I feel like you and I have both have probably lived many lives uh, in our in our current, you know, 30 and 35, age 35. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely a whole lot, a whole lot different than some of our uh, some of our peers. That's for sure. But uh, yeah. <laughs> This guy start start keeping your shit clean. You know, keep that mind, keep that body, keep that soul clean. It's you know, you you want to dirty it up once in a while, of course, but once once you realize that it's staying muddy, it's time to clean that shit off. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll even say even moderation is good in moderation. It, it's always good. Like if you have an outlet to blow off some steam, as long as you're not hurting anybody yourself, you know, uh, that's fine. It, it's there's nothing wrong with that. Like you know. No one, uh, no one goes crazy in a day, you know, no one, um, you know, no one gains a bunch of weight or loses a bunch of weight in a day. I mean, there's all kind of different analogies that we can use. Um, but it's just important. It's a day-to-day thing. And really, truly, if you're struggling with mental health, physical health, please reach out, get some help. And, uh, I'll, I'll plug us just because, you know, Cam, myself, Joe Ferrelli, our, our team has put together some really good mental health resources on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, for Twitter, you might have to dig through me bitching about professional wrestling and baseball and all kind of stuff, but it's on there. Um, and then if you ever need the resources, you don't feel like digging through our stuff, um, you know, reach out. It's operations at mens.com. Uh, we'll be happy to send you any of the resources you ask for on Instagram. We have different mental health resources, uh, therapist placement resources, um, free and reduced cost mental health resources. Um, the, the list goes on and on. I know we have quite a few posts that do encompass this information. So if you are needing help, do not hesitate to reach out. We are always here. Um, for our listeners and for our community, because we want you all to be happy and healthy and live truly fulfilled lives. So thank you so much for joining me, Cam. No, thanks for kicking it off on a mental health month. Yeah, I appreciate your input and um, well, I'll catch you on the flip side. Yes, sir. Take it easy.